Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you doing up there in Los Angeles? Everything's good. I'm just having to get these um, earplugs, these special earplugs, because I don't know if you can kind of hear it all the way down there in San Diego. Yeah. But up here in in Libland, uh, Los Angeles, the screaming... Oh, yeah. That you're hearing from the the far leftists, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we all know why they're screaming today. So t- we today we're, we're taping this uh, June 24th, June 24th, Friday. Yeah, historic day, historic day, Dave. Uh, it really is going to go down as a uh, probably one of the most important days in the history of the United States, in the history of the pro life movement, in the history of conservatives. This is a this is a battle, Dave. That as you know, you know we've been waging for the better part of 50 years since this horrendous Roe v. Wade decision was made 50 years ago by the Supreme Court in a then 7-2 liberal court decision, which many people at the time, of course, we're talking about the Supreme Court today overturning Roe v. Wade, just to clue everybody in. But, you know, many people at the time thought, and because it's been 50 years, at least a generation basically thinks that was in the Constitution. They've been taught to think that. And they don't even know, they don't even read the Constitution or they don't even know the Bill of Rights. They just grow up thinking, oh, it's a constitutional right. No, it was a court case and it's precedent. And your idiot libtard Democratic leaders for the last 45, 50 years never bothered to codify it into law. No, because they couldn't. Because they, never they couldn't. Could. Because they, they couldn't. Because it's not enumerated in the Constitution. It's, so now it's been overturned. I had a, an, an odd thought. Literally, what the majority of Americans that this has just been part of your life from the moment you were born 50 years now. Yeah. So uh, as you just were kind of alluding to, this is just like, Oh, the, the, the sun rises in the East sets in the West. Oh, yeah. there's abortion. Yeah. Abor- it's as common as that. Yeah. And it's just been drummed into your head with yeah. media and nonsense. Yeah. They think it's a God given um, right. Except they don't believe yeah. in God. Other than they don't, <laughs> they don't believe, believe in God, God. but they, it's maybe a Satan given right or something, but they, they just believe it's a right that has fundamentally existed and that it's in the constitution. And of course, that's exactly the reason why it was smacked down because it's not. It's not. <laughs> so. And it's interesting to think that it really has just been in the last hundred years that the Supreme Court especially has become activist and has yeah. been used because the liberals cannot pass things through the process. They, right. They've been using the court. But anyway, so here's a couple of uh, details. Yeah. Amazing. Let's get into we it. knew this was coming. Yes. Uh, Alito wrote this back in, yeah. they're saying back in January. At least two months ago, right? So Yeah. And, and then the, the, the leak. And we, st- yeah. of course, we know who the leak is. And even yeah, know, Donald, yeah. Donald Trump said. It's a clerk yeah, for Sotomayor. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can find out who that just find, just ask the reporter who got the leak. Yeah, <laughs> that's an easy way to find out who got, who leaked yeah. it, right? Yeah. What, were the, think, what was the email? Who did it come from? Yeah, there you go. Very simple. You can find out in two seconds because yeah. they don't want to. Yeah. Um, so the exact overturning um, was this is, and you know, the legal, the legal, the legal process is always odd how they, they figured things out. But this is the court, the case they were working on was Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. So that is uh, centered in, uh, it's a Mississippi law of all places that had banned abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, except in a medical emergency. Right. So obviously Mississippi is a pretty red state and this just got appeal at this work that's way up the food chain became as uh, got to the Supreme court yeah. and good for justice. Uh, Samuel Alito, he's really been on target lately. He's our new hero uh, yes. besides Thomas on the, on, on the bench up there. Uh, I did not read the whole thing, but apparently the legal scholars think he really it was a, a an excellently written document yeah. that from Alito. Um, what else? What else you got on it? Well, me? I think that's the reason why it was a six three decision. Justice Ro- Chief Justice Roberts sided with the majority and Alito in this opinion. There's five pretty hardcore conservative justices on the court. 
Uh, Trump appointed three of them. And Chief Justice Roberts, quite frankly, can swing either way, depending on the item that's in front of them. And he went with the opinion, the the majority opinion in this case. And so it was a 6-3 opinion. Um, and again, you know, if, independent of whatever the issue is, Dave, right, whether it's abortion or whatever the issue is, the simple fact of the matter that folks need to understand is that the 10th Amendment of the United States, so any powers that are not afforded to the federal government uh, that are not enumerated in the Constitution, the 10th Amendment says those automatically become, those are back to the states to deal with. And last time I checked, <laughs> the, the Constitution has nothing in it about abortion. So if whether it was abortion or, or, or basket weaving or whatever the topic was, if it's not a new, if it's not a power that the framers, that the, that the Constitution did not conceive it in there, then it simply goes back to the states. And so from a structural objective perspective, this actually was a very, very easy decision. Uh, look, it's going to be people are going to be on the, on the left, going to be wigging out about it and, and, and the pro-choicers and the baby killers and all the rest of it. You know, no question. But, you know, <clears throat> look, Dave, leading up to this, we talked about the leak a couple of months ago. That was the first time a Supreme Court opinion had been leaked in the 233 year wow. history of the That's Supreme some... Court. Yeah. I mean, this what's happening now, Dave, and, and it kind of obviously we're spending the whole show talking about this historic opinion today, but it really bleeds into some other areas I want to unpack with you. You know, for example, they were interviewing all of the crazy far left loons today, the AOCs of the world, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the rest of it, even Merrick Garland, Dave. So the judge, so the attorney general of the United States, the chief law enforcement officer of the United States came out and publicly said, quote, we will use every tool to fight the states on abortion, end wow, quote. That's something, huh? So this is the attorney general, Dave, of the United States. Yeah. He's supposed to represent the, the, the without, without uh, precedent, without uh, partisanship, the, uh, the government of the United States. And he basically just came out, in my personal opinion, and said something treasonous that he can be impeached for. He's encouraging people to defy the final ruling, the final justice, the judgment of the Supreme Court. And in fact, Maxine Waters, who we all know, Congresswoman <clears throat> and, and kind of a far left dirtbag in and of herself, and she's really a caricature uh, at this point, but she came out and said, we're going to defy the Supreme Court. Yeah, we're not listening to it. it. We're going to defy yeah. it. So, so, so where does that leave us, Dave? Uh, the big pushback and to say F you and to uh, be strong and say, and uh, have enough, uh, strong MAGA types to push back on this. And I think we are at that point. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, there's still, we still got a lot of rhinos like driftwood that we need to clear yeah. out because yeah. we all know the Republicans are great at snatching uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. It's the yeah. opposite of what, what it should be. It's like, here you have the momentum on your back and right. we still want to, oh, uh, I'm going to compromise because I'm spineless yeah. and I want to get along with everybody. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. Did, did they just make a Barton and Lego? Now, Dave, we were just talking about this before we went on air today. How, how, how we understand this, okay, with, with these libtard mentality and the way these people think. So if you're a lib, and, and, again, and again, folks, 25 states, I think, in the country, you can still get abortion on demand, okay? So if you're in California, New York, Massachusetts, Illinois, whatever, and this all this decision does is send it back to the other states yeah. for that. So now, hear me out. So if you're a liberal, if you're one of these libtards and you're in a, so if you're a liberal in a blue state, nothing changes, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a liberal in California, it's the same, it's, everything's the same. If you're a uh, conservative 
in uh, a red state, um, you're going to get, you know, more, uh, what do you call it, more rules in your favor and so forth, like Texas just passed already today, uh, and so forth. So that's good. So really, the only people who should be getting upset are liberals who are living in conservative states. And if that's what if that's where you are, you should probably move. But, but see, you're using way too much logic. For <laughs> I know way it's too much logic. It's completely logical. And if, you, if, you're, if like if you're a hardcore liberal and you're in like say Texas or Florida, leave. You you'd like yeah. to leave. We want you to leave. So just go ahead and leave. Go, do us go. all a favor but, and get out. <laughs> but oh my god, I want to be able to get a. I live in Austin, Texas, with the, at the blue spot in the red state, yeah. and I want to I want to kill my baby in the last week you know, before birth. So uh, yeah, get yourself on a bus and freaking take a bus to California. Exactly. That's what I tell these people. Get yeah. a, You know, hitchhike, exactly. do whatever you want to do. Um, exactly. A, a, very, very well said, Frank. Hey, a couple of great points. I just, uh, um, yeah. just reading through some of the, some of the Alito lines. Yeah. It also was great. He targeted Planned Parenthood. So yes. we all know what an evil, corrupt organization they are, but yes. he blasted them basically saying that Roe and Casey, which was the Planned Parenthood uh, decision, must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion. Yeah. Okay? And no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. Exactly. Just, you know, yeah. that's legal speak for there's nothing in there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Uh, and I just love how we, another great just you got to have you got to have a spine of steel these days to be to be a judge. You can't be yeah. wishy-washy. Another great line. A right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. Bam. Bam. Done, simple. Done and done. Very simple. It's very simple. Easy for people to read, to understand. By the way, the, the full, you can just Google it and find it. It's only a 79-page opinion, and it's not that long as far as opi- opinions go. So for something that's, frankly, I think this is probably the most transformative decision this court will probably ever make in our in our lifetimes i, I, I love it so yeah i guess they have a, a there's a trigger law so it's something like like as you're saying like 14 states or so so on immediately there's no abortion at all but th- that'll be that'll be you know they'll work on it and, and I, i'm gonna be you know let's we're all perfectly honest on, on our show right frank yeah i am pro-choice but i'm very i've always been very much in the in the uh of like a te- the texas law so for mm-hmm. instance zero tax money going to Planned Parenthood. Zero. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, okay, after the first trimester, that's it. You're done. So it's basically 15 weeks. Uh, criminal charges for anybody who commits, char- uh, commi- uh, who does the, you know, uh, who gives an abortion after, right. I don't know, 20 weeks or whatever. Yeah. So, and I think most Americans, whether Democrat or Republican, kind of are say, okay, we want to have some small yeah, allowance some for, uh, uh, mm-hmm. for giving women that choice, but bam, you, as soon as you say after the first trimester, that door is shut. And most of, I'd say 80% of Americans uh, would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I think it's going to come down to just like everything else, you know, you decide where you want to live for, 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 yeah. for cultural and for religious uh, and quality of life reasons. And you can just add this, you know, to the list, to the long list of, of reasons why people are moving to certain states or, or living in certain areas uh, and the like. And you only go through this kind of thing necessarily once, I mean, in terms of getting pregnant and whatever. But, you know, do you want to be surrounded by people that are the, you know, that are, that, that are anti-life, you know? It's or, really an or, anti-life you know, so. or anti, I hate to say just anti I mean, it's a life or death thing. And then yeah. when watching the reactions of these young women, Get so hysterical, yeah. Right in this day and age, you say, "Are you saying that you're not bright enough to, I don't know, get a, you know, you could walk into any any pharmacy and get, yeah. get on the pill." 
buy condoms, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, hair's on fire about this, right? Yeah. And now they're going to, now what's the, the, the rumors about they want to, uh, you know, the, the Jane, was it the Jane squad or something? They're going to terrorize the, the country now? I don't know. Most of the women I see protesting in front of the Supreme Court are butt ugly. And I don't see them getting pregnant <laughs> yeah, anyway. So I, don't, I don't quite understand it. They're big, fat, and ugly. So I don't say they have nothing I, to worry about. Exactly. Uh, hey, I think uh, it's, it's, it's the whole, the whole, the whole uh, concept, contra- contraception. I call that natural contraception. If you're butt ugly, natural contraception big fat libtard natural contraception yeah you're 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 fine eating the you got your ben and jerry's okay you, you got your uh your section city tv show ben and jerry's it. dude they, they they've they've been eating every one of the 30 flavors those people i'm telling <laughs> you 30 flavors big right girls now. yeah hey supreme court what a week they had big week man lots of lots happening I, I cannot believe this was just this seems like a month ago just yesterday supreme mm-hmm. court six to three again i think roberts again stepped up good for him hey new york state the most draconian conceal, uh, you know, these concealed carry laws yes. done and done and done. So the exact the Supreme Court, you know, a lot more about this than me, but basically it's yeah. now saying to every state you can uh, concealed carry is good to go. Pretty much. Yeah. So okay. there's, there was two big, let me just sort of summarize it for folks at home. So there was really two big uh, cases. Well, one big case at the Supreme Court, and it was running in parallel to some anti-gun legislation that was being passed and actually now has passed the House and the Senate. Um, And it was so funny, Dave, to watch these things unfolding side by side, but in opposite directions. So on the Supreme Court side of things, right on the freedom and liberty side of things, the Supreme Court ruled seven to two that the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, this is a case that had taken 12 years to make its way through various district courts, circuit courts, just painful, painful, painful. But ultimately, you're exactly right. So um, 25 states in our union have what they call constitutional carry. So you're allowed to carry a concealed carry permit, uh, sorry, a concealed uh, weapon. As long as you have a permit, you pass a background check, you're not a felon, you're not a dangerous society, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty basic, pretty straightforward. That's called, those are called shall issue states. They shall issue uh, the permit as long as you meet all the criteria. There's another, there's about 10 states. I'm, we're in one of them, California, which is a may issue state. It's the sheriffs, by the way, that make these decisions. So it's your local county sheriff, which is why I always say, Dave, on the show, the most powerful uh, constitutionally endowed officer in your world is your local sheriff. They are the, if, if Biden came to town and broke the law, your sheriff can put him under arrest. So they have the most power. So they issue these permits. So in California, it's a may issue state. I personally happen to have a concealed carry permit. I know the insides and outs very well. I went through all the training and, and so forth, but extremely hard to get. You have to show what they say is good cause. In other words, why are you at risk? Why are you, why are you disproportionately at risk versus every other citizen in the United States? So they put the burden on you. And effectively, what the Supreme Court said is that that's not constitutional. You cannot have, it's, it violates the Equal Protection Clause. You can't have two standards of justice for some people in one place and some people in another. So it totally knocked it down. And you're right about the conclusion. Ultimately, this means it's going to have a huge impact on concealed carry permits in uh, blue states that, have, that, that, are, that are currently may issue. Uh, states, as I just described. So that's going to unpack over the next uh, few weeks. But we're already seeing, I've already seen on on my network, uh, in my network, uh, sheriffs from counties all across California immediately uh, Mm. flipping over. So, Wow. I mean, um, 
it's weird how these both landed the same week. I mm-hmm. mean, each one of these is monumental in, monumental. in, its, in its own in its own one, right. One, um, one massive on right to right to life and pro life, and one probably the single biggest Second Amendment case we've seen, at least in my lifetime, that uh, went our way. The, and, they, <laughs> right. and, they, and they both went our way, and, right. and and within a day of each other, Dave. Yeah. Like, within one day. So this is the, the 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 Second Amendment case was the twenty third of June. The uh, right to life, the Roe v. Wade case overturning was today, June 24th. Um, I, I, you know, look, I, I, this is a day to celebrate. This is really, if you are a pro-life, uh, pro-Second Amendment, pro-liberty, pro-freedom, pro-freedom. Yeah. Um, and let's not forget, let's not forget that it was thanks to the 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who put three conservative justices on the court. This would not have, neither of those decisions would have happened if it wasn't for him. And when he was asked today, Dave, you know, do you take any credit for this and whatever? He basically said, this is God working through them. This is not me. God is working through these justices. And I thought that was just very profound because in fact, that's true. God works through all of us in different ways. And God chose Trump and God chose these justices to work through in this, these particular ways. Yeah. Talk, he talk about an imperfect vehicle, Donald Trump, but yet look what he did. And uh, obviously in this day and age, the judges that, that are elected and appointed. And I got to tell you, I got to give McConnell a little credit. He's been such a dirtbag the last year and a half, but while Trump was in office, McConnell was, had his back on the judges. Yeah. He, he did, did. And, he, and he kept Garland away from being a, um, a Supreme Court justice. 130 which, oh, can days. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Can you imagine if Garland was up there? It would have been a disaster. Yeah. It, would have, it would have completely changed, Dave, the makeup of the court. You know, oh. right now we at least have one, a little bit of a hedge with, with Justice Roberts, so we can get sort of seven, two, six, three type six, decisions. Three, now, what I want to talk about, if I have a couple minutes here, is the parallel uh, congressional stuff that's been going on on the Second Amendment front. So ever since the Uvalde massacre in Texas, all the anti-gun people have been screaming, as they usually do after all these things, they, they scream for more anti-gun legislation. Because, of course, Dave, as you know, uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York City, where they have the tightest gun laws in the nation, they are the um, poster child for gun safety, are they not? Oh yeah, we don't have any uh, gun crime in this. In, in, in the worst, the worst gun it. crime and the worst murder and Please. murders in the in the United States, independent of the fact that they're large cities. It's just on a per capita basis. Anyway, so legislation has now passed both the Congress and the Senate, uh, with about 12, 13 to fifteen Rhino Republicans joining ranks with the Democrats, mm, both yeah. at the Senate level and the Congress level, to pass. Uh, new laws as it relate, and that Biden hasn't signed it yet because he's not, he's just looking at his like little ticket in terms of where he has to sit down and where he has to breathe and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So he hasn't had a chance to sign it yet. But uh, so they've all caved and voted with the Democrats. The good news is, is that they're not, you know, it's like, again, it's nipping and nipping and nipping away at the Second Amendment. At the end of the day, they're not that, they're not horrific, right? I will easily take the uh, overturning of the uh, New York case that I just described right. uh, any day of the week uh, versus this stuff here. They're basically going to try to, you know, promote more red flag laws, which I think in and of themselves deserve some discussion because those are very flawed by the and way. And they, lo- they should be localized, as you've said. They have times. to be localized. Yeah, I mean, they, federal. and I mean, it's, all- it's terrible. So what they, so they're doing it they're, So they're not federalizing it. They're going to give grants to state. They're basically bribing states to enact red flag laws mm. is what they're doing. And they're going to have like, you know, they're going to increase the, the, the age and uh, the, for, for certain rifles at 21, more background checks, um, 
what else here? Uh, you know, more uh, hardened schools, more money for mental training, you know, mental health services. Are they raising the, they, are they raising the age to 21? Not, not totally. No, I not think totally. just, okay. I, I think uh, background checks for prospective gun buyers under 21. So I, I'm not sure that every state required that. Um, there were, I think, a bunch that didn't. Now it's going to be every, it will be every state that requires it. <clears throat> background check for anybody uh, gun buyers who buy under 21 years of old. So yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah. So, uh, the 15, there are 15 Republicans Senate right. that vote for this and yeah, their names are going to be emblazoned in history to yeah. be on the next target. Now, a few of them are going to slide by because they're not up for reelection, but the Murkowski's, the Romney's, the Susan Collins, Richard Burr, um, Graham. Um, yeah, the clock's ticking. Yeah. The yeah. clock is ticking on all you because uh, this is the time when when you when we've got this swell of support for them to to do like I was saying in the beginning to, to backpedal and get all wishy washy. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's and not guy, happening. And anymore. a guy and a guy like Cornyn in Texas, he's finished. Oh, he was he was so he was booed he was booed out of the GOP convention yeah, in Texas. That's, he doubled down and he's a, he's it. a he's a poster child rhino now. And you know you put him next to next to um, uh, oh gosh, Cruz. Was, uh, Cruz. Cruz. Thanks, Ted yeah. Cruz. You know, and it's just, I mean, he's uh, gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gone. Cornyn, uh, he's, Cornyn he's, is he's, gone. He's, he's had a great career, out. but uh, I don't know what was going on in his he's mind. Yesterday's it, news. Yeah. It's just time to say, okay, I'm the, yeah, wave the white flag. I'm done. Yeah. So I don't know when he's up next, but he's, uh, he's done. And one, one, one last thing I do want to uh, give praise to uh, yeah. Thomas, who wrote the, the New York decision. Alito yes. had a great um, blasting, very, the, uh, the dissenting opinion, which is great. But once again, Thomas crushed it uh, on that. So uh, yes. good for him. Yeah, 100%. Dave, uh, today is a day we celebrate. June 24th, Year of Our Lord 2022. This is an incredible day for life, for liberty, for freedom, for our Bill of Rights, for the Second Amendment, for anybody who believes in America first. Awesome to see you, my friend. Uh, folks, don't forget to sh- check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're all over social media, posting all the time on Getter, Gab, and MeWe. Kill Twitter, kill Facebook. Those are evil empires. We'll see you down the road on the right side.